Welcome back, Warrior Kids. My name is Pam Palmiter, and I am the host of the Warrior Kids podcast, which is taped before our famous live studio audience, Cricket. How are all of you doing? Sometimes I wish this podcast was like a giant walkie-talkie so we could all talk to each other all at the same time. Wouldn't that be cool? Well, I better get back to the topic for today. Today, we are going to learn about Turtle Island. Have any of you ever heard of Turtle Island before? Do you know where it is? Well, for some people, they might think of the Galapagos Islands. The Galapagos Islands are a set of 19 islands in the Pacific Ocean that were originally formed by volcanoes. These islands are part of Ecuador and have lots of really unique wildlife. And some of the animals that live there are 14 different kinds of giant tortoises. What's a tortoise, you ask? Well, a tortoise is a type of turtle that lives on land. Giant tortoises are not like the little turtles you might have seen in ponds or in zoos. These tortoises are huge and they can live for more than a hundred years. Isn't that amazing? The oldest giant tortoise that they ever recorded lived to be 152 years old. The giant tortoises on the Galapagos Islands are mostly considered endangered species. That means that these turtles were overhunted by pirates, whalers, and traders, and so there's only a small number of them left. But the good news is that the islands and the wildlife that live on those islands are now protected by the Ecuadorian government. This protection is really important because there are so many amazing animals that live there in addition to the giant tortoise. You have marine iguanas, land iguanas, all different kinds of birds, and even sea lions. I'm very happy to know that Ecuador has protected these islands and that they are now also protected as a World Heritage Site, which means it's considered a very special place that the whole world should care about. And guess what else? Not only are these islands protected now, but because of this protection, one of the giant species of giant tortoise, called the Fernandina giant tortoise, has been discovered living on the island again. <laughs> Scientists had all thought that this giant tortoise went extinct a hundred years ago. So this goes to show how important it is that we protect the lands and waters that all animals, birds, and fish depend on to survive. I mean, imagine if we had lost these amazing giant tortoises forever. Many indigenous peoples around the world believe that different animals, birds, fish, and insects are our relations, just like our families are. And that means that according to our many different indigenous laws, we humans have a responsibility to share the earth with all the animals so that they have places to live and grow their families as well. In Mi'kmaq territory where I come from, we don't have giant tortoises. We have much smaller species of turtles and we often see them living in lakes and ponds. Mi'kjich that's how you say turtle in Mi'kmaq. 
Do you want to try it? Meek Cheech. Good job. It's not an easy word to pronounce, and I have a hard time too. I have to keep practicing. Meek Cheech. Meek Cheech. Now you all know how to say turtle and migma. But now we have to get back to my original question. Because as amazing as the Galapagos Islands are with all their giant tortoises, that's not what many native people mean when we say Turtle Island. Some First Nations refer to the whole continent of North America as Turtle Island, while other First Nations use the word Turtle Island to refer to the whole Earth. Remember what we learned in the Indigenous Identity episode? That Indigenous peoples are all different? And in Canada, they include First Nations, Inuit, and Métis? And in the United States, they are referred to as Native Americans or Alaskan Natives? Well, even within First Nations and Native Americans, there are many different traditional nations. And we all have different languages, cultures, beliefs, and stories about our nations. That's why there are all different stories about Turtle Island, depending on which First Nation we are talking to. And there's other First Nations who don't refer to Turtle Island at all. But we're talking about Turtle Island today because it's generally well known by Native peoples of many different backgrounds to refer to the lands in North America. North America includes three different countries, Canada, the United States, and Mexico, and all three of these countries have lots of native peoples. What is really cool is that when you look at a map of North America, it even looks like a turtle. The top part of North America, which includes Canada and Alaska, form the head and the two front feet of the turtle. Then Canada and the United States form the main body or the shell of the turtle, and finally, the United States and Mexico form the feet and the tail of the turtle. So when many of us refer to Turtle Island, we refer to all the lands in North America. That means if you live in Canada, the United States or Mexico, you don't have to travel anywhere to get to Turtle Island. You're already on it. And all of Turtle Island is indigenous lands belonging to all different indigenous nations. Land has always been really important to Native peoples because it's a core part of our identities, our cultures, and our relations with one another and the animal world. That's why so many Indigenous peoples work hard to protect our lands from environmental destruction and protect our waters from contamination. According to Native laws, it is our responsibility to protect Turtle Island for all living things, all the peoples, animals, birds, fish, insects, and of course, the trees and plants. Now that many other people from all different cultures all over the world have come and settled on Native lands, the responsibility to protect Turtle Island is now shared with all of you as well. Anishinaabeg peoples have beautiful stories about how the earth came to be that involved all different kinds of animals, including turtles, and their stories go back thousands and thousands and thousands of years, and it's part of their tradition. And what is really beautiful about all of these Anishinaabeg stories is that they vary depending on who is telling them. 
today we're really lucky to have one of my awesome friends, Negan Sinclair, to tell us about Anishinaabeg stories and Turtle Island. Negan is an amazing educator. He helps Canadians learn about Indigenous peoples through all of his presentations at elementary schools, his writings in newspapers, and by teaching students in his university classes. Bonjour, Negan. Thanks for joining us today. So, bonjour, Nirwe Maganaduk, Negan Webinam, Nidishnikos, Namagoshindo Dem. Bonjour, Abanochiak, which is hello, my little nieces and nephews. Maybe you could share with all these warrior kids where you're from. So I come from uh, Treaty 1 territory, uh, which is also known as Winnipeg or Southern Manitoba. And I grew up in a little place called uh, Bungie Peguis or Little Peguis Indian Settlement, which uh, you won't find on a map anywhere because uh, the government of Canada at one time uh, decided that we should move to a different territory, which we didn't really like very much, but we did. Many of us did. And we now live in a place called Peguis First Nation. So a lot of my relatives are up there. But I live now in Winnipeg. Uh, the word Winnipeg means clouded water. It's referring to the algae in the water of Lake Winnipeg. And uh, we're very close to Lake Winnipeg. And that's why we're named that. And I live, this, I live here almost my whole life. Negan, if I was in person, I would be before you with my little bundle of tobacco that I have here in my hand and offer it to you to share some of your Anishinaabeg knowledge about turtles and Turtle Island. But I'm not with you right now, so what can I do instead? Miigwech for offering that asema. Uh, the word we use for tobacco is asema, which uh, means uh, instant. Uh, comes from the Anishinaabe word ashema. And what it means is that when you offer it, uh, when you offer a gift like that, we are instantly creating a relationship. That is not just, of course, a relationship between you and me, but also between our families, your family, my family, but also that this tobacco comes from the land. So we're also offering a relationship between us that is now connected to the land. And then when we burn the tobacco, of course, the tobacco turns into smoke and goes into the air and into the sky and goes towards our, our, our peoples that have passed on as well. So it's also connecting our, our pasts together. What I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to offer that tobacco back to the earth as that it's been offered to you. So what you do is you go find a tree and a tick and then you offer it to a tree and you think good wishes for our relationship, which will start today as we've, we're, we're gonna share a story in just a minute. As that story will connect us, so will this tobacco connect us to the earth. And so that's what I would do if I would be receiving your tobacco, I would burn it in a ceremony, or I would burn it with a fire, or sometimes people use it in their pipes, to smoke in their pipes. That's why we uh, use it to bond people, to bring them together. So I'm gonna ask you just to put it at a tree. Okay, I'll do that, Negan. Thanks so much. And thanks for being here today to share some of your knowledge. Yeah, no problem. Miigwech. I'm wondering if you can share us a little bit about Anishinaabeg teachings about Turtle Island. Turtle Island for us, for Anishinaabe, also called North America now, is the word we use to describe Turtle Island is called Mikalikamakinik. There's an also place called Mikalikamakinik. But Mikalikamakinik is the story in which we use to describe how North America, how the continent, the land, came to be. There are many different stories about it, but predominantly the story of Mikalikamakinik is that at one time, human beings had forgotten their relationships to one another and to non-human beings. That's the land, the water, the, non, the animals. 
the fish, the trees. And so as human beings began to conflict and forget their relationships with one another, the world began to fill with water. And that water was intended to cleanse everything. Upon the filling of the earth of that water, there was a turtle uh, alongside other beings. One of them was uh, Wena Boju, who's considered our first human being. All the human beings had perished by that point, but there was one Anishinaabe left, a half-spirit, half-human being called Wena Boju. And she joined together with others on the back of this turtle. Uh, sometimes people describe it as a log, or sometimes they describe it as a boat. On the back of this turtle, uh, there was created all the different beings of creation. And one of the many beings in creation was the smallest being of creation, which was a muskrat. And that muskrat uh, was able to go down in the depths of the water and get back pieces from the old earth so that Wena Boju could create land for everyone to stand on. Now, that land uh, was taken around all of creation as Wena Boju spread it out very thinly um, and blew upon it like this. And as she blew upon it, she spread out all the land so that land people could stand, walk on the land. And it is said that the turtle formed the basis for that land. So it's kind of like the turtle was the first being of our time today to create the cycles and the life that we now know today. So the turtle is like uh, the great teacher. The great person who's able to create everything that on the land that we know today that we can understand. So the word that we use for turtle is makanik, and you can remember that word makanik, which is mikanak, which is our turtle word, or mikanak. And that turtle word is a teacher. It's a reminder of a whole bunch of different things. If you look to turtles, and if you just, you know, if you went around the earth and you watched turtles, you'd still see that turtles are the great teacher from going all the way back to when they've made the land here in North America to even today, they teach us everything about the land itself, about how to live here, the cycles, the seasons, how to stay committed to a journey. So some of the many things turtles do, for example, the claws of a turtle will irrigate the earth and they'll allow plants to grow. Uh, the back of a turtle will have 13 elements, just like the moons, 13 elements on the back of a turtle, which will tell you about each new cycle of moons. A turtle will also travel very quickly in water versus land and which will show you a lot about how travels happen on this earth. But particularly, for many years, we didn't have highways or freeways. We had the rivers, and that's how we would travel quickly. And also, turtles will show you about how important it is to stay committed to a journey. A turtle will always lay its eggs, for example, in the same spot for the entirety of its life. Even if you built a big construction site in the middle of it, the turtle will still build their nest in the middle of it. Those are the kinds of things that a turtle will teach us. And that's why the turtle is thought to be the great teacher of uh, Michalikamakinik or North America, because it teaches us everything about how to live, how to live annually, how to stay committed to cycles and journeys and how to never give up. All of those things are important elements of how to make a home, which is also why it's said that turtles carry their home on their back. Thank you so much for sharing all of that, Negon. That's a lot of important information about turtles. I had no idea that they carried so many important messages on their backs and in the way that they conduct themselves that we as humans can use for our own lives. Thank you so much for joining us on our Warrior Kids podcast. 
miigwech, Pam, and for all of you out there, uh, when we say goodbye, we don't really say goodbye in Anishinaabe. We say, we'll see you soon. And so uh, that means giga wabman minawa, which means uh, when we come together again. I will see you when we come together again. So giga wabman minawa. Miigwech. Wow, I could listen to Nigan all day. So how are all of you feeling? It certainly feels like we learned a lot today. We learned about the Galapagos Islands where giant tortoises live and how protecting those islands can help save all the animals that live there. We learned how to say turtle in Mi'kmaq, Mi'kjikch. We learned that Turtle Island refers to all of North America, Canada, the United States, and Mexico. We also learned that for different native peoples, Turtle Island can refer to the entire earth. And finally, we learned the Anishinaabeg story about Turtle Island. And remember, our motto here at Warrior Kids Podcast is education for action. So Warrior Kids, what is our action mission for this week? Will you teach your siblings how to say turtle in Mi'kmaq? Mi'kjikch. Will you draw or paint a picture of Turtle Island and share the story with your parents? Maybe you and your friends can do some research and find out which Indigenous Nations lands you live on right now. Or maybe you and your whole class can help find a way to protect endangered animals wherever you live. Thank you all for listening. And I hope you send me your artwork and share some of your stories about the actions you are taking to make the world a better place. I would love to be able to start decorating our Warrior Kids website with your artwork and sharing your Warrior Kids stories. Remember, you can check us out at www.warriorkidspodcast.com. Till next time, later Gators! 